G'day boys, welcome to another episode of Motorsport Republica. Gentlemen, how James, are we? how are we? Going well? A big, big Italian oh, weekend. No, Italian Fiesta this weekend. Yeah. La Ferrari. Where do we start? Ferrari, Milan. Well, yeah, Forza Ferrari, uh, Forza Italy, to be honest. <laughs> Absolutely, I mm. was uh, going to roll in with my Italian flag wrapped around my neck, but um, mm. thought probably I'd better opt against it. Should have done it. Nah, next time. Plenty more Italian wins coming up, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, they're dominating. They are. Where do we start? Ducati, Magnaia, Ferrari, Le Mans. Yeah. Big weekend. Huge. Yeah, it was a it was a massive weekend. Um, it was probably it probably lived up to expectations with Mugello. I think I didn't expect Bagnaia to uh, dominate the way he did. To be honest, I think we were just talking about it before. Um, He's rode like a true champion, that one. Like, he didn't show any weakness. Yeah, I think that's a good call. I was surprised. Sometimes probably a bit too harsh on him, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we were saying before, at one stage, Martin gapped it back to two tenths or three tenths. And then within two laps, um, Bagnai blew it back out to over a second. And like, didn't look like he broke a sweat doing it. No. So, yeah, definitely a... A very very solid weekend from him. Uh, topped what? FP two, obviously Q two. Yeah. Sprint. Sprint race. Yeah. And yeah. race. So he smashed it. Yeah. Utter yeah. domination was all. It was yeah. Yeah. It made some good moves too, like the move to win the sprint race on Martin coming up the inside. Yeah. That was actually not bad from Martin at all. He didn't make a bad. I didn't take a bad line. Sorry, but just Bagnaya throwing it at him and. Mm. Showing him why he's the best and why he's got the number one played on. So, it was awesome to see. Yeah, similar situation in the race. Uh, the first corner, Miller came up the inside and he just uh, kept it right on the outside then got him on the second corner. It was a race-winning move mm. right early because he needs to shot off away from there. Yeah. I reckon if you got back in the pack third and fourth, it might have been a different story in the end. Yeah, that's probably the whole thing with MotoGP is you have to get out front early. Yeah. Otherwise, you overcook your front tyre as well. Bloody aero. Yeah, or the aero. Um mm. That's what he did, and he did that better than everyone else. Miller came in hot um, in the sprint race and in I think the uh, main race as well. Yeah. Pushed a few people out wide, which is yeah. fair. I didn't think I didn't think there was anything in it. Alex's no. Alex Marquez's move was interesting. Alex Marquez, well, he came in from um, miles back, yeah. just picked the pocket of everyone and pulled it up. Marini came out and said it was hard but fair. So okay, um, I didn't think he meant it though. I think he just went in too hot. Yeah. I, I think Magello pulls you in off the slipstream. Yeah. And then you're going to change your braking markers. And you well, see it every year. Well, even Simon said the wings don't work as well in, in slipstream. Yeah, true. So under braking, it's a lot, you know, they're not used to it. So that has to be that has to be the scariest braking. Oh, we've Come seen on. so many oh, man. big crashes oh, over the years, haven't we? Stuff that. Like Marquez and. <laughs> yeah. Michele um, Piro. I think Piro. Piro, yeah. That was a massive crash. Yeah, that's massive. scary. I think um, Bautista and. Hector Barbara maybe they came together in the 250s back in the day in the main straight they clipped each other and went over the handlebars it was uh, mm. crazy it's amazing track. that little kink in the straight just adds yeah. a little bit it's extra. not even a straight like it's yeah. just, just nuts yeah. this is really what it is yeah. but even in the Moto2 I think it was um, Alonso Lopez and uh, Salach came together yeah. like touch knees yeah. in the braking zone and that could have been yeah that's you know, true real and dangerous but Good racing to see through the Moto2 as well. It was actually pretty... And he uh, slightly race. touched, I think, Sam Lowe's. Took Sam just, Lowe's just out. Just a tiny touch. And he was not, oh. not happy. 
No, he lost his mind. <laughs> Surprised he didn't go into the um, into the pit box afterwards. But he um, what copped a long double long lap really because he yeah he fucked the first yeah. one real bad. Which is so kind of it's crazy because he ran wide in the long lap, went into the gravel, and then had to go back in and do another one. Which like rules are rules. Though. I know rules are yeah. rules, but it's just like so rough that you have to do it again. Yeah, yeah, it's know? stiff. Was like Quattararo? Was it Quattararo in Jerez who just ran on the yeah I think it's white, white line white or something? Line, yeah, like, like it actually went further out than yeah, like he didn't have an advantage. Yeah, no, so no, like you said, rules are rules, especially when it comes to Quattararo. <laughs> Make him pay, stuff him. <laughs> Speaking about Quattararo, mate, brilliant call last yeah, week again. You. you must be Man. three from three. I mean, I have to admit, it was a pretty easy call. It would have been playing paying a dollar ten, I reckon. On the, on the oh, table. absolutely. I reckon that we all picked it, especially you as well, um, Jorge Martin. Yeah, great yeah. call, coming of age. Yeah, yeah, he did really, really well. I think we all had him on the podium. Yeah. I mean, I had Vinales, so you know. so did I. <laughs> um, I think James and I had him penciled in as a win. Yeah, for Martin, win it or bin it type of thing. Yeah. But you know what? It was a uh, probably the maturest ride he's actually had. Yeah, to be honest, he didn't throw it away. Yeah, he didn't, yeah, just trope. took the points. Took the points. Yeah, he really needed it. And he's actually in the championship fight. Um, like there's a long season to go. Yeah, and he's still there. Hundred percent. No, he um he smashed it. I thought he raced really well. Like he said, really mature ride from him. Um, to bring it home in both races, and um, I don't know. Did you guys see the podium? celebrations with the dj and stuff yeah man as soon as that uh beat hit uh martin was peaking he was flying <laughs> right, and i was like man if there's one dude in the paddock i want to party with i think james and i talk about it a oh, lot yeah it'll definitely be jorge martin i reckon if we get a translator in there there'll be um something along the lines of uh where's the bags at by jorge martin <laughs> where's bagnaya <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it something like that <laughs> well it's interesting um uh, they stay on, at Phillip Island in a big house like a big mansion every year Primac, Primac. yeah we've seen it so, big party house big party house and like just like 10 minutes from the circuit so there's pretty... there's some good photos of Jorge Martin I think last year a couple of years ago in Mexico partying <laughs> and he just looks like he has a, uh, a time and a half so yeah, I don't think he would have slept too much. Yeah, I don't know what they put in his Red Bull after a race as well. He's always peaking. Where's he going to be next year? Pramac. Pramac, I think. I think he's locked in for another year, isn't he? No, nah, not yet. Oh, okay. Not and Zarko yet. will stay put. Oh, I don't know. I don't That's know. a tough one. It's, good. it's a good team. Like, it's solid. You've got the older, more wise Zarko with the young gun coming through. Like, I think you might find Bezeki there next year. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But they have come out and said Bezeki doesn't want to go to any other team. But Ducati, like factory Ducati, or he'll stay at Mooney. But why would he go from Mooney to um, Primac? It's it's the same. Well, like we touched on, like you touched on last week, you had a really good point. Yes, he might get a factory bike, but yeah, as you said, it was a really good call. You're not getting all the parts. Hmm. The team's still slightly different. The personnel as well. The personnel is yeah. different. Primax the engineers, everything. Yeah, Primac's a little bit more prestigious than Mooney at the, this point in time. It's like car racing, buying a Porsche from Porsche head office and then racing against Porsche. Yeah. Well, who do you think is going to come up top? That's right. Yeah. You think though, um, maybe it's a narcissistic side from me that Rossi with all his pull would be able to, you know, talk to Ducati and get those better parts over Primac, you know. But are they going to have Ducatis <coughs> going forward? Well, who knows? Well, why would they go to Yamaha? It's just a death sentence. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but he's their brand ambassador now. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah, I know. It does make sense. But wouldn't you want a VR46 Ducati going for a title? Like, that's massive. Oh, it's huge. There's a lot of other factors, though. Oh, no, there is. Money. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah. I was going to say, they'd probably hand him a Yamaha. Yeah. He wouldn't even have to pay for him. Yeah. Yeah, having that VR46 logo was just... It means so much. Oh, yeah. Yamaha need a satellite team as well. Well, it helps develop the bike. They don't as have well. a satellite team, so they're the only bike without one. Yeah, they need a they need a customer at least. Well, VR forty six is the best. Look how much has helped Ducati. Have it. Yeah, there's and too many Ducatis on the grid as it is. They want to they want to mm. um, get rid of a team. Yeah, yeah. fuck man. Like, Even Dorna would support that. I reckon a satellite Yamaha team. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, Rossi, Rossi one. back to Yamaha. Like, yeah, it's a good story. Yeah, and I think that'll potentially um, free up that uh, factory Yamaha seat too. Because it would make sense if Bezecchi's on the move for Morbidelli to then yeah. join Marini at um, Mooney. Yeah, yeah, nah, for sure. If it goes that way, I don't know. It's it's it it, it does make sense, but like if if you're just say Marini and Bezecchi and you know you're going to Yamaha, it's like off the best bike on the on the grid by far. They've got to turn it around at some point. No team has dominated history forever. There's always going to be hebs and flows. Nah, well, that's true. Mm. Honda's always been up there until yeah. now. Yeah. But they always just pour so much Honda's money into it. Honda's probably been the worst. This year's been their worst year. Well, they, last year was pretty bad. But they got to do something. Mm. Like, If Marquez does not win next week... Oh, at, you at, have to pencil 11, Marquez Would it be 11 in. wins at Saxon Ring? Something crazy has like that. Has to win next week. I don't think he's ever lost Is there. it? No. Not he's, when he's raced. Yeah, he's never yeah. lost. Sure. That would be, I reckon that's going to be a massive turning point in his career next week. Well, if just say he crashes out mm. of both races, then he can't. He won't. He can't crash out. Surely. Well, he hasn't finished a full a length race, race yeah. since the pain. Twenty twenty two. I'll still pencil him in for Saxon Ring. You'd you have one to. one. You'd be stupid not. If to. you're not putting Marquez in your fantasy team this week, yeah. because he would have come down a hot lot in price. Yeah, that's true. That's given, I've given away my secrets, <laughs> and that's the first time. <laughs> First time in his career, he's had four DNFs. Yeah, in a row. yeah, yeah. I saw that. Unbelievable. In Moto three, Moto like two, the anything whole, in the history. Or well, as I said to you, um, death taxes and Mark Marquez crashing at Mugello. You just can yeah, always he did, yeah, he pulled it twice yeah. in both races. Yeah, you can always just always put your money on it. Yeah, but that Honda. I, Sorry, he didn't crash in the sprint race. He finished like seventh, didn't he? Yeah, Sorry, six, seventh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he got pushed out wide by Miller. But if they lose Marquez, Honda, they're in real trouble. Like if Marquez decides mid next year or next year, that's it, I'm done. Because he's already said it, like, I'm not here just to be on Honda. I'm here to fight for a title. I don't care what bike, I don't care what colour. Did he come out and say that, yep. did he? Yeah. But it might be good for, I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but long term, it might be good for Honda. They can develop the bike around some other riders, yeah. not just him. Yeah. You can't just have a Marquez forever. Nah, that's all right. No one else can ride it, clearly. Yeah, well, they're all on the limit. And Paul Rins is paying the price now. He's had a he broke his tib and fib. Yeah. So who knows how long he'll be out for? You know, Mir's nowhere on it, and Nakagami's just Nakagami, like <laughs> Crashagami. Crashagami. They said uh, Honda's crashed twenty eight times this year. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon twenty seven would be <laughs> Taka. <laughs> oh Taka! Come on, mate. Taking out all the field. Um, but that's nuts, man. Twenty eight times. Yeah, that's fucked. It's crazy. Just a, yeah, uh, it's just no good. It's just unstable. Are it's, they getting rid of the rear ride height next year? Yep. 
Yeah, they are. I didn't know that. Mm, I heard that. I think that might be a thing where it's going to equalize the field a little bit. 100%. Did you see the KDM coming out of the last corner? It was like I was sitting on the back of the bike. It was like so... Yeah. The suspension was crunched yeah. down on the wheel. I've never seen anything like it. 360Ks an hour. New speed record. Yeah. 366. Yeah. Brad Fuck. Binder. Yeah, on the KDM, which yeah. we did call yeah, the top yeah, speed yeah. last week. So Unbelievable. Fucking breaking news here at Motorsport Republic. Doesn't it? <laughs> All over it, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Hear it here first, yeah, guys. That's right. We, know, was, we know what's going on. Yeah, it was nuts to see. It was funny coming out of the last corner. Marini couldn't get it hooked up at all. Set up the main suppose. race. Yeah, he was fucking bouncing everywhere. It was nuts to see. That'd be a good spot to watch it coming out of that last. Be awesome. You know, seeing him um, just try and put the power down. Yeah. You know what though? The uh, Italians, you would have to say, are the best at celebrations. Through the Rossi years, and then Pecco Bagnaia doing cooking the sausages or whatever <laughs> it is, hot dogs afterwards. Yeah. There's no one that's done better celebrations than the Italians. No, Lorenzo jumping into the lake was, wasn't too bad. Well, he almost drowned, but... That's why. <laughs> <laughs> he just copied Rossi for so many years. But, or the, uh, the five, when he lined up his five The five suits. was, cool. That was um, cool. Credit where credit's due, I love Lorenzo's <laughs> land, even though how much I, I never liked him winning. Yeah, Lorenzo land was always cool, but... The Italians always have the best celebrations. They just know how to do it. You know, but I think Bagnaia need, needed to do that as well to build his like character and perception in Italy. He's a bit bland. Yeah. Yeah. People say he's a bit bland and maybe a bit whiny, can whinge a bit, but... But that's, know, that's never been a thing since, I mean, a few weeks ago when he said that thing about their factory bikes. Has he ever said anything else that was whiny or controversial? I don't remember. Daniel? No, not typically, I don't think. Like I said, I think we touched on it in one of our early episodes. He's sort of one to stay away from all yeah. that kind of shit. So I think it just comes with being a champion, right? Yeah. You know, everyone probably pays more attention to it once you've won a championship. They yeah. go, oh, he's a fucking sook or he bitches and moans about this and that. Or, mm. It's probably hard for him as well. You know, he's the next Italian champion after Rossi and like you're never going to fill those shoes. No. Like you look at Magello's crowd on the weekend, it was bigger than the year before but it still wasn't how it was in the Rossi era and like you look at Peko's fan club and all that half of them were still wearing Rossi shirts as it is of course so how do you uh, you know you just you're never going to be able to replicate it well Marini's probably got the best chance of being the next big star I think Bezeki. yeah I think Bezeki as well or uh, Bastianini remember when we were in the uh, Philippine paddock looking for all the riders Mm. and we noticed Bastianini kind of had that the aura, aura around him. Last week, yeah. And Marini. the reason why I say Marini because of the Rossi fact. Well, everyone was still uh, crowding around Marini as well. But yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, Bastianini and Bezeki, I think, are the two next big ones. Is there something about them? Yeah, I think so. Well, it's funny during the race, um, they were saying Bez is a bit like sort of Kimi Raikkonen esque, real sort of dry. Bezeki. Yeah. Okay. They're like, oh, what's going to happen if if it's um. Rains while you're at Magello. And he's like, the track's going to be wet. <laughs> I love that. And like, just moved on. It's funny. It's a really fine line with that personality. Yeah. Because some people can come across and go, oh, he's a fuckwit. Yeah. But results, that's where Kimi Raikkonen was just a oh, nice man. Yeah. It speaks for themselves. Did you see um, his son came third in his karting race, Kimi Raikkonen's son? No, I didn't see it. And the guy's like interviewing him on the podium and he's just giving one word answers. Like exactly like his old man, and it was fucking brilliant. I love to see that. So it was so funny. That's funny. Did he did he uh, crash his little go kart and walk out until just a yacht somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Well, stay, staying on the Italian theme, I can't believe Ferrari winning at Le Mans. Yeah. It's incredible. Tough. 50 years since they last yeah. won there. And they it's their first entry back in heaps of years and they won. And the how like complicated the cars are. Like it takes three to four years just to get on a podium they usually say. So unbelievable effort. Surely they could have just put that effort into the Formula One team, but <laughs> it just shows you though, yeah. like how hard Formula One is. Yeah. Like they've come in one year and they've won. And they have not won a Formula One championship since two thousand and seven. Yeah, it's nuts. But it was it's I think that's the best looking race car going around that um ferrari yeah it looks good i like i like the peugeot as well the peugeot looked mint the peugeot was cool yeah. cadillac was cool i like the cadillac i reckon as well. they've, na- they've hit the nail on the head with the new hypercar category it's really cool massive like 16 fan. different hypercars so like we've been years and years and years watching toyota just, yeah or audi just win yeah. it for a few years there i didn't get to much, watch as much as i was i hoped but um it was good i watched busy 10 weekend. hours of it so, yeah um all the way through the night tried to yeah. It was a good race. Peugeot, typical French, uh, unreliable in and out of the garage. <laughs> True though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just lives up to its name. Like Toyota's usually the most reliable um like car in the in the world as well. Yeah. So. But yeah, yeah uh, but one of the one of the Toyotas actually hit a squirrel. Didn't have fucking squirrels in France. <laughs> yeah, it's a French squirrel. They <laughs> <laughs> got a little mustache. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You sure it wasn't holding a little baguette? Wee 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 wee. <laughs> it wasn't the skunk. <laughs> but uh, and then yeah, that I didn't put him out of the race, but just affected arrow and all sorts of stuff, and that you know, acorn stuck in there. <laughs> yeah. But um, yes, yeah, yeah. Well, well done to Ferrari and um, Giovinazzi, ex Formula One. World yeah, champion. what a man. Uh, not world champion, ex Formula One race, I should say. <laughs> Good so yeah, crazy big weekend for the Italians. I did see the last lap. Um, when I was floating oh, good on you. Well done. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> 24 hours later 24 hours yeah I did see the last lap um, this man says he's Italian yeah. come on they were all crying it was oh, funny oh, seeing the NASCAR man. wasn't it yeah the NASCAR was going to the NASCAR this year the garage 56 entry god it was so fucking big and loud and fucking American it was so American I was actually just screaming make America great again <laughs> America <laughs> should have been sponsored by Trump <laughs> yeah that was cool that was very cool but it wasn't actually competing in the gt class is that right no the garage 56 entry is like its own entry yeah like it does it's just there for like development and to show what you can do like i think last year they had a hydrogen car okay run on hydrogen so it was cool i liked it they've actually nailed both formula one and and lamont have nailed the whole hybrid car because me myself selling cars like hybrid technology is massive now and I think that it's good that it comes down for like motorsport actually creates some of the uh, features that are in the current car. So yeah. I think that's really cool. That's true. And all those big supercars now, they're all hybrids, aren't they? Like those McLaren. Yeah, they all go to hybrid because yep. they've actually reached the limit of like a combustion engine. Of like a V12. V12. Like they actually can't get any more power out of them. So <laughs> now these new battery technologies, they've got the combination of both. So like the LaFerrari, it's like 1200 horsepower or something. They couldn't get that with a with a petrol car yeah so, right that is cool absolutely insane you getting up early on monday morning boys canadian formula one grand prix one of my favorite tracks yeah such a good track and well, simple yeah simple and i love just the uh history of the wall of champions yeah it's awesome that's always cool i was watching the video on like tiktok or something about all the greats that have just slammed into there 
Um, it's actually a massive shunt. Yeah. It's a massive shunt coming out of that last chicane. It wipes the side of the car off. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, very good. What time does it start? 4 a.m. Fuck. It's, a, it's a hard time because it's like, do you get up and watch it live? Do you wait till 6 and watch it? Or do you leisurely wake up at 10 o'clock and watch it like yourself because you've got Mondays off? That's true. Tough life. Yeah, yeah. tough life. <laughs> it's been 16 years since um, Lewis Hamilton's first win there. Wow. Just, I just can't believe 16 years ago. I remember it like it was yesterday. That's insane. Mm. That's absolutely nuts. Do you reckon he's in with a chance? Given how decent the upgrades were for them last round? Yeah, I think so. I think Aston Martin have a big upgrade coming as well. So it's going to be really interesting. Exciting. Yeah. So it's like, I think it's gonna, that's going to be the new thing is that battle for second and third in the championship. Yeah, cool. I did. Um, I think it was was it last week where Alonso came out and said no more finishes off the podium. Yeah. Now. So hopefully he's um, mm. stepped it up another notch and we can see him back up there fighting. Mm. You know where he deserves to be. Well, I saw Hamilton come out and say that next year they're going to have the car to compete. Okay. Um, and basically put Red Bull on notice. So that will be interesting from Mercedes and what they actually do. So he signed back on to Mercedes for next year? Well, that's what he's just come out and said. So I've read during the week. It would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to sign, but he's trying to get more money probably, I reckon. That's fair enough. That's why these Ferrari rumors have come out. Yeah. All these leaks come out because they, you know, they want to scare Mercedes into making a decision. Mm. Makes sense. Try to get as much cash as you can. Yeah. Just for a year as well, isn't it? Yeah. And then he'll be done? I don't know. Maybe. Or he might make that Ferrari move. No, I, I don't know. I, I reckon he might have signed a two-year deal, actually. Yeah? Mm. Interesting. Because it'll, it'll be 40. I think that's time, isn't it? Yeah. You'd think so. Yeah. Give the kid a shot. Like Alonso and Raikkonen, they're probably... And even Schumacher coming back. They're the only drivers that have really competed at that age. Yeah. So, I think you need to be like the star of all stars to make it that old. Yeah. Because usually, like, let's get the young kids in. Absolutely, but they sell. You know, they sell more merchandise. The be the brand would be bigger if you had a big name. So that's the other factor. And then there's the other factor of just the, as you said, the commercial side of it. From Drive to Survive, you know, you get those extra fans yeah. in again, which would just make them so much money. Yeah, but all drivers come out and say their dream driver is Ferrari. Mm. You know, just oh. from the history of it. I think Verstappen came out and said it as well, but they just don't have the car for it and easy to win, win championships. The thing is, uh, if Hamilton went to Ferrari and then had a shit year, everyone would remember that. Not his fucking seven world titles. That's true. Yeah, it's just such a extra added extra pressure being on yeah. a Ferrari. Absolutely. Unless yeah. you're in Le Mans 24 hours and you just win straight away. <laughs> well, Charles Leclerc's already talking. He wants in the he wants to ride next year at the twenty four hour Le Mans. Oh, that's cool in the Ferrari. So that might be in his contract soon. That'd be mad. That'd be sick to see him out there. Sick That'd event, cool. man. So so cool. Well, back in the day, they don't do it as much now. Um, for MotoGP, they'll do the Suzuka eight hour, mm. and a lot of those riders would do the. Uh, famously, Rossi did the Suzuka eight hour of Colin Edwards. Yeah. So he was the MotoGP World Championship champion, and Colin Edwards was a World Superbike champion in the one team racing the Suzuka it, eight hour. That's so cool. Um, but what? Rossi didn't want to do it. He hated it, but it was a part of his contract. Uh, it's half the reason why he left Honda because he was getting forced to do it. You know, Italians they just want the fucking they just want the glory, man. When's, the last, it, stuff. <laughs> when's the last time a current MotoGP uh, rider has been in the Suzuki eight hour? Can you remember? Uh, I don't know. Casey Stoner did it after he retired on a Honda. A lot I'm of them thinking. Do it after. 
Yeah, I know the Superbike boys have done it. Johnny Ray. Yeah, he's always done yeah, it. Yeah, Tom Sykes and all those guys I have done it. I thought the teams wouldn't want them to do it in case of injuries and stuff. I think now you're probably right. Well, he's doing it for Honda. Okay. He was testing it. I don't know if he's Javi. just... Javi, yeah. I don't know if he's just testing the bike for them or if he's actually competing in it. Mm. But I've been seeing a few videos of him getting around on the, uh, on the blade, so he might be in it. But I think... Uh, one of those boys has done it too. Yeah. Is it Alex? No. Sam that's in Superbikes. Uh, or Alex. I don't know now. So now I've drawn a mental blank. <laughs> Whichever one's in Superbikes, he's done it as well. Alex Lowe's. Alex yeah, Lowe's Alex is Lowe's. in Superbikes. Yeah, Sam, Sam Lowe's, Sam Lowe's got punted off. Yeah. 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 Um, Leon Haslam, he's another one. While he was in Superbikes, he was running it. But how good would it be if more GP riders did it? Oh, it'd be awesome, man. You know? I'd like, be so sick if Peko was, uh, you know, with teamed up with uh, Bautista yeah. on a Panigale, and you had, you know, uh, what's another crossover you could do? It's all just Ducatis now, isn't it? The Aprilia boys, I guess. Yeah. RSV4. There's a few. Marquez yeah. on a blade. Fabio or Morbidelli on the R1. Yeah, it would be really cool. But yeah, with top rank, you know, it'd be sick. Yeah, true. There you go. Well, Phil Ottle from. World Supers, he just raced the last endurance round on yeah, the bikes with Ducati. So there are still guys that are active. Yeah. So, so they know. have a World Endurance Championship for bikes? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Suzuki 8-hour, what's the other event? Portimao. Suzuka 8-hour. Suzuka Sorry, Suzuka 8-hour. Um, Suzuki. I think they do Le Mans as well. Oh, yeah. Of course. They, they do, do. I'm, I'm pretty they sure do they do a 24-hour. 24 24 yeah. 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 Uh, there's a couple... I can't remember the rest of them off the top of my head. Because the World Endurance Championship for the cars, they go to Portimao. And they go to Bahrain as well, don't Bahrain. they? Bahrain, yeah. Um, uh, Coda, possibly. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right with that one. Yeah, I wouldn't know the other the other tracks. Yeah, I'm not too Spa sure. Spa Francorchamps. Oh, I think they do Spa on the bikes. Yeah, on I the think, bike. I think. I, I think, think you could, could be right be, there. I could be wrong. Ooh, that's, but it does ring a bell. They have changed Spa track a lot in the last um, in the last couple of years. They've actually extended that Oruz corner quite a lot. Like the runoff. Yeah. Because someone died there in F2. Yeah, that's right. So they got 1,000 miles of Sebring, 6 hours of Portimao, 6 hours of Spa, 24 hour of Le Mans, 6 hours of Monza, yep. 6 hours of Fuji, and then 8 hours of Bahrain. For the cars? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I wonder yep. what the bikes do. Get that up on the bar. Mm. But the... You know what's um, quite amazing is Suzuki's always up there for the World Endurance Championship. Very you know, good bike. Yeah. Six R's were real good. Yeah, but they don't really do anything else. They've always been pretty big in the AMA super bikes. Yep. With Tony Elias and those boys. Um, but when was the last time a Jigsaw was in Supers? Supers. Like, was it Troy Corsa Biaggi days? Say, shout out to our, our friend of the podcast, yeah. Troy Corsa. Yeah, that's right. He's. He was 05. Last champion on yeah, it. Yeah, 05 world yeah. champion. on That that Shout out to that Corona Suzuki is one of the best looking bikes. Corona Suzuki. Yeah, Troy Corsa rode with it. That's so cool. Um, look it up. We'll get Curtis yeah. to clip this in. Can you clip that in for us, Curtis? Thanks, mate. You're a bloody legend. <laughs> um, that bike was one of the best looking bikes going around. Corona. Uh, yeah. Corona oh. Suzuki. We've got to get that. Um, Spa Funkersharp is the second round of the World Jewish Champions so. on the bikes this weekend. Oh, oh, get what? out of town. That's mad. We knew that though. <laughs> we already knew that. <laughs> How many hours? 24. Oh, oh that's, that's fucking mad. crazy. I know, but it's fucking that's unbelievable. Mad. I'm sure that that's a new thing though. 
I think that might have been in the last couple of years. Wow. And then the eight hours of um, Suzuka. And then eight hours of um, Circuit de Paul Ricard. Uh, yep. I had a feeling it was one of those tracks. I don't know if it's eight hours or it doesn't say. It just says... Yeah. That's cool. Only four races, but that's pretty cool. I know Silvan Gintoli is pretty big in it. He does a bit of racing there. On the Suzuki, yeah. yeah. It's uh, actually not a bad looking bike, the red and black that they run. Yeah. I it's, think it's backed by Yoshimura as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. pretty like full-fledged bike. Yeah. It's pretty sick. That's going to be the craziest event, I reckon. For 24 hours on a fucking bike. In Nürburgring. <laughs> like, imagine race, racing through there at 2.30 in the morning, dark. You know, you're probably very tired and you can't make a mistake. There's no runoff. It's bad enough dry, riding home from Ligon Street at six o'clock at night. <laughs> but just think of the mental concentration and how cold you'd be as well. Yeah, oh, true. Fuck. Couldn't believe that. But it just starts raining. God, you'd just be fucking oh, miserable. Yeah, it sounds terrible. <laughs> it's actually an underrated race. Yeah. A motorcycle race, 24 hour of spa. Yeah. That's... Oh, we... <laughs> or Nurburgring, sorry. No, spa. Spa, sorry. No, they, I, don't th- I don't think they would do Nürburgring anymore. That'd be fucking too dangerous. Yeah, they couldn't do that. No, no way. Not a chance. But they used to do a World Insurance Championships at Nürburgring, I'm sure. On the bikes? No, on the cars. On the cars. Yeah, 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 for sure. I don't know if it was the um, hypercar, but they do it for the GT class. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was the class that um, uh, for, uh, Rossi was racing in, the Road to Le Mans, yeah. possibly. Yeah, I think, it, I think you're right. Shout out to Valentina Rossi who won that, um, yeah, Road to Le Mans, whatever it is, feature race. That's cool. Yeah. He did well, didn't he? Yeah, good on him. Good he's doing surprise. he's doing awesome out of all that. Um, he's got a big four-wheel background though. Like he's done testing for Ferrari back in the day. Yep. I think he's driven the Mer- Mercedes as well, or Hamilton. Yeah. Rally. Yeah, massive into rally. Yeah, yeah. Which those guys are crazy enough as it is. Yeah. And then him and, and Marini couple of years back won or podiumed some race in the Ferrari in the 458 as uh, well yeah they used to do that Monza remember that Monza that's race it. I think yeah. that's what it was I think a few of the big guys do that maybe like Ken Block back in the day as well mm. maybe but a lot of those guys cross over sport to sport yeah you know four wheel two wheel look at Travis Pastrana that guy does <laughs> he does everything freestyle um, rally that rally cross he's unbelievable that guy um, NASCAR, Ricky Carmichael's did, did NASCAR for a bit. Yeah. You know, they're all just like, just rev heads. Yeah, you're right, James. It's only GT cars. Yeah. But it's like from a lot of different categories from around the world. So, as in like all GT cars from around the world. It's not just like a set entry yeah, list. Gotcha. So, it's fucking heaps of cars. Wow. A lot of Germans. For obvious reasons. <laughs> That's a good track, though. That Nürburgring. That long circuit. Be cool to get around there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'd like to get around there, for sure. Hey, how's fucking... Actually, fam- it's already happened. It happened three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i tell you who won. Uh- <laughs> El Bamba. Uh, Earl Bamba won. Oh, are you serious? Oh, <laughs> are you actually being serious? With the Ferrari. Fuck. <laughs> That was a fucking complete guess. Earl Bama, Nicky Kasberg, Filippo Fernandez, Lazar, and David Pittard. Jesus. That's In the Frickadelli fucking racing team. I'm going to buy a lotto ticket after that, I reckon. Oh, absolutely. You should. 
162 laps of the of the Nordschleife. Fucking hell, that's a that's an event as well. Seriously, yeah. I'm like remember remember playing that game on PlayStation, for instance. It oh. was just like this, like for a fucking yeah, and it's 23 <clears throat> minutes the lap was or whatever. It's yeah. crazy. Just you just can't make any wrong moves. No. And it's crazy that F1 used to race there back in the day. I'm pretty sure that's where Nicky Lauda had yeah, his, his um, big accident. Big yeah. accident. Yeah, it's so dangerous. Unbelievable. Reasons why it's not on the calendar anymore. Yeah, get it back though. Sign the petition. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're safe enough now, aren't they, the cars? Yeah, they yeah. sneeze on those cars and they break in half. <laughs> that's what I've touched on. <laughs> touched on in early episodes. <laughs> oh, God. Going back to... Uh, Great uh, motorcycle liveries, though. Uh, that Corona Suzuki by Troy Corsa makes me want to drink Coronas. That's what um, sponsorship does, though. Yeah, that's. You know? We'll look at um, uh, cigarettes back in the day, yeah. like all the Marlboro you put bikes. Put a bloody quarter pounder on the TV, and I want to fucking drive through the drive-through. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're uh, easily influenced <laughs> over here. The uh, another one was Colin Edwards's Castrol Honda. Back yeah. in the day, that was on that VTR, VTR thousand. That's a sick livery. That that was very cool. And uh, that LCR ran it for a little bit as well. That Castrol livery. Don't they bring it back one round a yeah. year? Yeah, it's the best looking bike. Yeah, by a mile. Yeah, yeah. How's your bike hunting going, Daniel? You found anything yet? Uh, there's, there's something in the works at the okay. moment. There's um, I don't want to give too much away. Right. Just keeping that one on the DL. So. Had a few people ask about it, that's all. So oh, okay. Got to give the fans what they want. Oh, really? <laughs> Man, he's really creating anticipation here. Yeah. yeah. People will probably be super disappointed with what I come out with, but that's fine. <laughs> um, just doing some final touches on something and I'll do a um, a big reveal with a, a video edit and all this kind of jazz. So mm, Here we go. Yeah, watch this space. Something cool. <laughs> now, the live cross to Le Mans didn't work out in the end. <laughs> you mean Ola uh, Man? <laughs> so I got the country wrong. <laughs> Sorry, the live cross to to um, the Isle of Man didn't work out. We did live cross. Yeah. Uh, and we have some great videos that Gertis <laughs> is going to clip in right now. Thanks, Gertis. But um, yeah, anyway, there's always a couple of technical year. issues. Yeah. 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 Bit of um, <laughs> poor cross reference. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll uh, be bigger and better next year. Well, we'll be over there next year. Right? Yeah, it's true. We'll be doing a live one from there. So, did you boys get to watch any of that uh, live? Uh, I watched some of the replays today. Yeah. Oh, I did not. I've not watched a second of it to be honest with you. It was unreal. It's the first time I've sat down and watched it live properly. Mm. Man, those guys are different. Oh, they're level. fucking crazy. Like, yep. Dunlop was just making people look second rate. Yeah. Pretty much every race. Um, he ended up. up he was going to tie his uncle in the super twin class with that win mm. but his bike gave out uh. unfortunately so he's on 25 so if next if any is the year to go it'll be next year to watch him equal yeah. then hopefully pass yeah and become how many different wins. categories are there apart from the sidecar categories super twin so what's a super twin get name for the guys at home what's like engine they run that sort of thing yeah so twins so r7 yep. rs660 yep and i can't remember the other bike manufacturer i, th- I think it's italian Okay. It looks like one of those like Triumph Thruxton type yep. bikes, like that cafe racer style thing. Um, but yeah, Super Twins, Super Super Stock, Super Stock, Super Bike, Super Sport, the six hundred, Super Sport six hundred, six hundreds. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. 
So the super bike's the the big daddy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So there was a thousand cc. Yeah. So there was a big thing there with um, Hickey uh, Hickman. He came out pumped the lap record on his super stock thousand, which is a uh, basically off the shelf. Off the shelf, you buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is that's cool because like. You can, watch, you can watch that and go, this fucking motherfucker's gotten 270 k's an hour down the straight. You know? Yeah, so he... On he, a bike you could buy. Yeah. He smashed at 136 mile an hour average speed yeah. around the track on an S1000. Um, and there was massive speculation where he, whether or not he was going to actually ride that bike in the superbike category because oh. he was riding it better than his superbike. Okay. So he ended up smashing the superbike record on a super stock. Wow. Like, that was fucking insane. Like he... He was just super fast on that. That's good. That's a good show for BMW, isn't it? Oh, massive! That for should BMW. be on their fucking billboards and everywhere. Yeah, and that's mass. Like that's huge, hugely positive signs for someone like Top Rack. Yeah, going yeah. across there next yeah. year in Superbikes, going all right. These bikes are starting to work better 100%. with the right person on it. Yeah, great point. So great point. But yeah, Hickey raced really, really well. It um, was weird to see them running winglets. Um, through the Isle of Man I don't, I've just yeah. never taken notice of it and then there's like the BMW's massive winglets going through the Isle of Man but that's how their bikes are now when yeah. you buy them yeah. a big wing at the front same for the um, Aprilia RSV yeah. B4 you know what's a weird thing and I don't know if you guys can answer this and I'd love someone to like reply back to us on this why don't they run those more V4 bikes um, in the Isle of Man you never see R1s and you never see Panigales is it like a rule that it has to be a certain engine is no. it just because they run at a higher revving, those inline fours? I think there was R1s. I think, but um, you never see them win. You never see them anywhere up there. Always um, CBRs, ZX10s, and Beamers. Yeah, the CBRs, like super strong bike around there. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Could be the gearing. It could be, I don't know. It might be the rev range. You might be right. Yeah. yeah, it could be where the power is in the bike. Yeah, that's exactly. what I'm thinking. I think it's a rev range. Yeah, I've never that, ridden... There has to be a reason for it, though. Yeah, I haven't ridden the newer ones, so I wouldn't know what they're like. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's a good call, actually, Tom. It must be where their power <laughs> comes in in terms of the rev range. Thanks, thanks, Daniel. Um, but, yeah, I'm not too sure why the V... Maybe the V4 is a bigger engine size. Maybe. So, maybe they can't run it. There, it might be some, yeah, there might be some rules and regs around that. Maybe they don't want Italians there. Yeah, no. Who, who would want that? No, I wouldn't. They're winning everything else. Fucking hell. Yeah, going to yeah, keep out of something. That's, yeah, right. that's right. No yeah. Ducati allowed. <laughs> then GG Delingo rolls up with his laptop yeah, yeah. soon. Yeah, he's got a fucking big bus fight with like 17 bikes in there. Everyone's like, no. No, GG. <laughs> Put that on Curtis. <laughs> Thanks, Curtis. You Thanks, fucking Curtis. legend. Fucking love you, man. <laughs> Curtis will never be revealed, guys, all right? He's, yeah. he's, he's like, a mystery. He's a mystery. An enigma, if yeah. you will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a real person, though. Maybe. Can't confirm. We, we don't even know what he looks like, though. No, no, no. He's just some, some yeah. guy. Send off all our stuff and he edits it. Yeah. <laughs> that was a cracking job, but <laughs> No, he's actually here right now. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Didn't he wear a Batman master dinner the other night? <laughs> No, he said it, he was like Kenny. He was wearing the, the orange jacket. You couldn't see him. Come on, Kenny. Come on, Kenny. <laughs> oh, serious. All seriousness. All seriousness. All, all jokes aside. Uh, all jokes aside, poor... Uh, uh, what's his name? Dennis Onchu. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
man. Half uh, you, you cannot give like, give that man a win. He was clearly the fastest at Mugello in Moto3. Like, just trying to break away, trying to break away, but um, that Mugello straight just will always drag everyone back in. Insane. Credit to Holgado. Yeah, he's a little gun. Absolutely. He's smashing it. But yeah, I tipped on Chu for the championship. Yeah, he did. And I thought, nah, he'll like run away winner sort of thing. Mm. But yeah, he's struggling a bit, but unlucky. He raced so well. Rough. Rough. But I think you touched on it last week. It's the best racing. Mugello, Moto3. Yeah. I think they were almost five abreast coming into one of the yeah, they chicanes were. behind like the back of the track. Yeah, they were. It was insane. There's actually almost no point watching the first 23 laps of that race. You might as well just watch the last two because you yeah. never know who's going to win. Yeah, it could be anyone from first to seven. Yeah, it's fucking bonkers. You know it's going to sure. be a good race. It's like a guarantee. And I think a couple of years back, it was uh, first to 17th or first to 15th. It was only separated by like a second and a half. That's <laughs> so nuts. That's insane, that. Best pure racing. Can't beat it. Moto3. Yeah, yeah no, nah, was, it was awesome. Race to watch was really, really good. Moto2 was a bit boring. Yeah, Costa just ran away with it. Yeah. That's the thing with Moto2. It can either... you know, I think maybe this year... It's probably stepped up, maybe a little bit last year as well. But traditionally, it has been watch Moto three, amazing. Then Moto two would be a bit, bit more of a snooze fest, and then Moto GP is normally a pretty good race as well. Yeah, probably the last four years of Moto two have been pretty good. Yeah, so you had uh, when Bastianini had won his championship, you yeah. had Lowe's, Bezecchi, Marini, and him fighting for the championship. Gardner and Fernandez. Then the year that after Gardner yeah. Fernandez, that was yeah. a really good championship that Fernandez probably threw away. Yeah. And then same as last year, Gura threw it away. Standard Japanese, honestly, they crack under the pressure. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> Stupid moves. It was so... It was the dumbest move. I, I'm going to put this on record. I'm going yeah, to do a yeah. Tom Shabby like yeah. I'm going to put it on record. Yeah. It was the dumbest move I've seen in motorcycle racing. Yeah, there was I, no need for I it. I concur for that in that statement because that was ridiculous. That And that corner in um, Sepang... Fucking so tight. And he just twists. He yeah. chucks up. Did he chuck up the inside? He just went from like yeah, so far back. He yeah. just could have stayed in the position. He would have won the championship. Yeah, he did not have to make that move. Like, what no. are you thinking? No, and mind you, he had I think ten or twelve laps still left of the race. Yeah, such a dumb move. Stupid place like, to have the pressure. Like, <laughs> Imagine like there'd be like the, the police and like a, they'll be held up in Japan. They just like, everyone would crumble. <laughs> like no one would know how to make a decision. <laughs> nah, that'd be a struggle. That'd be a struggle. We're all sweating. Oh, no, I can't. Maybe that's why the Japanese manufacturers are just really struggling at the moment. They just can't probably, handle the heat. Yeah, that's probably happening down at Yamaha. <laughs> They're probably listening to this podcast yeah. and shit themselves. <laughs> They wouldn't be able to handle the pressure. <laughs> oh, shit. But that was the dumbest move I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, I know. I just still read the commentators like, what? Why would you fuck? do that? What like, are you doing? Oh, it was just... It was dumb. What's, Dave, he, what's he done this year? Nothing. I think he's no. had an injury at the start of the year, but he's... I've not heard of like... We watch yeah, it. Like, you just, he's yeah, like, what? 10th or 11th? And he could have had a motor... He could have had a motor GP ride. He would have taken... They gave him Nakagami's seat, but he wanted another year, which was just another stupid decision. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cracked under the pressure God. again. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he knocked it back. Because yeah, he he they, they want a Japanese rider that... Um, Itamitsu Honda. Itamitsu Honda, of course. 
Which is fair enough. They, they, sponsor. they sponsor it. Oh my god! Well, you, you, I reckon you just have to take it. If you get an opportunity like that to get in the MotoGP, anything can happen. You could break a leg the next year. Well, he did. You could be forgotten about. Look at Jonas Folger, for instance. Yeah. Yeah, he's nowhere now, but he was a fucking. Yeah, he, he was w- becoming a really good rider before he got sick. Yeah, it's true. I know. He just he should he should have taken it. Remember him on the Tech Three? Yeah, he was in um, Saxon Ring. Yeah. He put it up to Marquez. I'm like, fuck, this guy is the next guy. Uh, and then yeah, got that mystery fucking Casey Stoney on us. Which yeah, he had some weird going. illness. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, speaking of that though, Pedro Costa, um, he wants a ride next year in yep. MotoGP. Yeah, he's come yeah. out and said it. Yep. But KDM want him to stay for another year. Yeah. Because they've obviously got the problem with Jack and uh, Brad Binder. Yeah. And then where where do you put him? Does he then look elsewhere? Which I obviously don't want to do because he's like a once in a generation talent. Yeah. Um, or do they do a, a Rossi and build a team for him and have that stand their own Husqvarna team? But would he go? In, would he go into the gas gas? Like, wouldn't you get rid of like Fernandez or fucking Aspargo? I reckon. But doesn't that, he want to go? I reckon in the they're gas more gas. likely to put him in a standalone Husky team and have his own team, which wow. is factory back. But isn't that too much pressure for a young kid? Oh, Rossi handled it. Rossi's Different Ro- base, mate. Rossi's Rossi, man. Uh, well, you know, if Rossi's here and then Marquez. Maybe here and then <laughs> fucking Takanaka Garmin. <laughs> Acosta falls somewhere in between. Yeah, so somewhere no, no, between. Acosta's right up with Marquez, in uh, my opinion. Nah, uh, I, I think. Well, look at him; he's already dominating. Why, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you take that? You're not going to do it, Ayagura, and fucking turn down a seat. Yeah, I know. It's more about like, yeah. I think KDM will lose him. I think. They'll, I, I think, think they'll right. shit the bed. They'll fuck it up. And they'll lose him. But where's he going to go? But I don't know. Boot me. Boot Morbidelli. I did call that. I reckon he'll go to um, Repsol. Yeah, you have said that. Mm. Spanish tyres as yeah. well. Repsol. Man. He could be Honda's saviour. He could. Costa. And they could build the, car, the bike around him. Yeah. That could be their future. And Marquez can go away I, to his fucking Ducati or his I'd, Aprilia. I still wouldn't be surprised if Acosta... I one, they're, KDM's eating at Marquez or at Pedro Acosta. Is Acosta, is Acosta, like, has he got a contract that he has to stay with KDM? Have they got him no. in a contract? Or if, if, if fucking Honda go, we'll pay $50 yeah. million dollars yeah. a year, he can go. Yeah. Fuck, why wouldn't you do that if you were fucking Honda? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, there's talks of building a team around him or third Red Bull KDM. You know, they've done that before with Repsol Honda's done three bikes a couple times. Um, does he really want to stay back one more year in Moto2? He's only 19. You know, he's only still young, but you'd get him up to MotoGP, surely. Dude's a talent. Yeah, surely he doesn't stay three He's going to win the, the championship this year. Tony Albolino's putting it up to him. Race him well. It's going to be know. a good battle. I'm just hoping it's a good battle and it lasts yeah. the whole year. I don't care who wins it, as long as it's a good battle. Yeah. Good thing about the sprint race, it's like, what is it, 12 more points for the win? Yeah. So the championship can go right to the end. For sure. Yeah. So you can, like it usually was done by Philip Island a lot of years with um, with Marquez winning. Yeah. Like, or before that. It's, it sucks when the championship fucking gets done too early. Yeah. yeah. I fucking hate that. So now you can, like you got 37 points for a, if you win sprint and you win feature, you get 37 points. Mm. So you have to be like, even if you, you have to be like, you know, seventy point lead with two races to go to clinch a title. That's like that's a lot of points, hundred percent. But mm. going back to um, Pedro Costa, like, what bike would you rather be on a Red Bull KDM 
for Repsol Honda. Because personally, if I was Pedro Acosta, I think I'd rather be on that KDM. It goes back to that notion that we spoke about Yamaha. They have to get good. Like, there's so many resources there. They can't just stay shit. Like, they can't. Impossible. Yeah. Mm. Is there any regulation change to MotoGP coming? Like, Not that I know of. Bar ride height? I don't think there's much. Because yeah. that's the thing with, like, F1, for instance. Like, they change every fucking five or six years. They, they change Massive change. Like, yeah. MotoGP... It's always been like that. But MotoGP is just engine... A lot of engine changes have gone from, like, they obviously had the, the 800s to... They yeah, had that the two strokes the 800s. ECU, Magneti Morelli. Which is, like, um, the best thing they've ever, 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 ever done. Best thing they've ever done, yeah. Because they had... The, there was, you know... 14, 15 bikes on the grid or something crazy at one yeah. stage when Stoner won a title. Then they put those CRTs in. Te- see, that was a fucking terrible idea. That was the worst. Yeah. Well, shit yeah. That was like Le Mans having like GT cars and fucking and LMP2 but some cars. Moto2 bikes were faster than the yeah. CRT bikes. That was so dumb. Um, they needed bikes on the grid though, yeah. and they needed a cheap category to do that. Yeah. So it was like a it last was, resort. It was just, yeah, like putting the cork in the leak. Was there a CRT championship? I think there was. I think there was, yeah. At least just Spargo forget. People forget. Yeah. So he would started you ca- on the CRT. Okay, would you count him as a world champion if they want to no. see Because <laughs> we have this argument about, oh, Barquez being, what, how many, seven-time world champion? Eight. Five, eight. But he's only won five MotoGP championships. Yeah. Yeah. So, I hate when people go, oh, he's an eight-time world champion. But like, they say that about Rossi. He's a nine-time world champion. I know, I know. But yeah, Rossi won seven in... Seven, yeah. That's yeah. right. But you'd still call him a nine. Yeah, I would still call him... fucking Valentino Rossi, man. <laughs> I'm what do you talk, I'm talking to Curtis. I'm talking to a brick wall here. <laughs> What's that, Curtis? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I, know, I, I count one, two, fives and two fifties. Or okay, Moto if I win one of what fucking Moto E championship, do I be a world champion? Yeah. If you won, so Marquez you... went to a fucking Moto E. He's now a nine-time world champion. Nah. That's ridiculous. Nah, nah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Nah, but Moto Three, yeah. Oh, I, I don't agree. We've had this conversation before. You're a world champion because you're in the Grand Prix, Pat. You're fighting the best of the best. You've been like a Formula Two fucking world champion. It's not- different. It's different. No one knows who a Formula Two driver is. It's no one follows. No one follows. Like on a Sunday night, you watch Moto Three, Moto Two, Moto GP, and it always just links up to each other. You watch them progress over their career. We've all watched Rossi or Marquez yeah, or Lorenzo. Sharp. Yeah go through their career or Dovizioso or Banyaya or whoever. I think the difference is as well with F1, like the race goes for two hours where the MotoGP, yeah. you, you probably, yeah, Moto, MotoGP, Moto2 and then Moto3 is like two and a half hours all yeah. up, yeah. I would say. It's so, so much, and, and the yeah. racing's always so good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd call Rossi a nine-time world champion. I'd call Marquez an eight-time world champion. And I'd, what's Banyaya? A two three. time, three. No, sorry, two. Two Moto Two I and got GP. way too excited. Yeah, he's yeah. a two-time world champion. Man, if he didn't get fucking taken out in Le Mans and didn't crash in Coda, he'd be it'd be fucking whitewash this year. Yeah, but you can say that about anything, man. Yeah, Hypotheticals are a big thing. But you're right. I was thinking that last night. Mm. I thought this dude would have had a fucking hundred odd point lead yeah. right now. Well, who knows? Look at last year, Cotteraro threw it away. He had ninety-one points. Oh, that's crazy. But he did that in twenty twenty. Yeah. Or was it twenty? Yeah. When Mir won. Yeah, 2020. See, Bagnaia had a similar start last year as well. That was a worse start, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. He bummed out in Qatar in the first race. He took out Martin going into the first corner. Oh, that's what I did too. Then he finished out of the points or scored one point in fucking soaking conditions in Indonesia. Imagine then- imagine if Ducati win at Saxon Ring. The tightest little fucking track in the world, like on the calendar. Could you see yeah. that happening? 
not the only one that I could see doing it is Martin. Yeah, on the ragged edge. Yeah, he'll just throw caution. Like he'll just yeah. go. Binder would be a good bet, I reckon, this week. Next Wait, week. How, you're right. How do you think the Yamahas will go? Still nowhere. Can they turn? They got better. Got no power out of the corner. Yeah, there's no. There's that's the, their problem. They got no power traction. The traction zones. Mm. If Rins wasn't injured, I'd he'd be my bet after Marquez. Hundred percent. Mm, why do you say that? He's people don't give him enough credit. I don't think. <clears throat> he just R- crashes is, so much. Yeah, I point. know he does, but he's a fucking strong rider. When mm. Rins came into the world championship, I thought this guy's going to win a title. Yeah, he was so strong in Moto Three, Moto Two, mm. and yeah, I really yeah. like him. He's, Pe- he, people he, forget that. Yeah, they do. Um, he's the f- obviously the most friendly guy. Yeah, he's so friendly. Yeah. Um, but he is a talent, and for whatever reason, he hasn't been able to string. Those are Suzuki days, man. He he should have done more with that bike. That was a well, me won a title on it. Yeah. Um, he crashed he, a lot that I year know, as well. Alex yeah. Bins, man. Fuck. Come on, man. Don't do that to me. <laughs> He's giving us all blue balls. Yeah, he was. was what he was doing. But we and we seen when he was on song, he would take the fight up to Rossi, Marquez, yeah. Vinales at the time. I think him and Marquez had a good battle at Silverstone one year and won. He pipped him on the line yeah. out of the last corner. Yeah. Got the better drive. Oh, that was an amazing race. Yeah, that was that was a really good race. Yeah. So he he's talented. And he's taken it up to the best and beaten the best. Just can't do it consistently. Just, yeah. It's a good track for MotoGP, Silverstone. It always produces good racing. Yeah. It's a great track, actually. Yeah. Actually, underrated track. Yeah, you're right. You were going to say that, weren't you? Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was about to say that. Terrible name. Maggots and Beckett's is the two oh. worst names uh, yeah. for a corners. Yeah. I wonder yep. if the person's name was, last name was Maggots. Yeah. Probably was. Must be. Surely. Yeah, the English don't have the best names. <laughs> but it's going to be interesting come next year with... So going back to the rider market and people moving around, like you would think, Raul Fernandez is he's got to get the boot from Aprilia. He's done. Nothing. He had a shocking weekend. He had a massive crash in who? Sorry, Raul Fernandez. Oh yeah. yeah, he had a massive crash in Q1. He crashed all fucking weekend. He's got to surely he's got to. That's go. a good seat. It's a great seat. But why is he there and 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 he's Gard- Sp- Ben Gardner? Because he's there. Spanish. Yeah, yeah. honestly, yeah. Gardner should have yeah, that. Gardner right. should have that seat. Clip that, Curtis. Yeah, I miss Remy Gardner. There is a favor to the Italians and the Spanish. Hundred percent, there is. Yeah, there is. Hundred percent. It's no, and it's not like they hide it either. Yeah, it's no secret. He's yeah. going to be another rider that just disappears into the like horizon. I reckon. Raúl Fernandez. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be on, like a super sport bike next year, fucking coming seventeenth. Well, look at Tito yeah. Rabat. He's two-time oh, two world know. champion and did nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Just couldn't... He dominated some of those races in Moto2 as yeah. well. Yeah. Couldn't hack it. Could not hack it. And then he went... Where did he go from there? Superbikes? We should do a segment, Forgotten Riders. That's a great segment. Yeah. Because like there'll that. be a lot out there that are just like one-hit wonders. Well, I was watching Moto America yeah. last year with while Petrucci was in it. Mm-hmm. And Hector Barbara's name wasn't there. And I was like, yeah, fuck, right. that's a name I haven't heard in a yeah. long time. He was a talent. He was a gun in the 250s. Yeah. yeah. He took it up to everyone. But yeah. like you said, it's one of those things, forgotten rider. Some some bodies just can't handle the bigger bikes and stuff, I reckon. The other thing is too, they're coming up with guys like Lorenzo, Pedrosa. They're all coming through that sort of same era. Yeah. You fucked. Like. And back when Barbara was racing was when it was such a limit on seats. Now, you know, you can find a good bike... Yeah. But back in 2010, 2011, it was yeah. like 
the four, Honda and Yamaha. That, that was, was it. Four bikes, yeah. Yeah, and that was really the factory bikes. Yeah. Now 100%. it's now it's you know anyone can. MotoGP is in a great position, great spot. Yeah, it is. I actually read a uh, the new chief commercial officer wants more races in the United States for MotoGP. They want to replicate what Formula One's mm. doing because Formula uh, MotoGP has the uh, quality there in the sport. They've got the racing, but they're still, I think, old school on how they promote the sport. Yeah. Um, they need like a Liberty meeting to come in and like fucking they change do. like F1 did. But we've had this conversation before. I'm an old head with MotoGP. I love how we go to Phillip Island and it's like the OGs. Yeah. The OGs yeah. are there yeah. and they know yeah. every rider. Yeah, me you too. Know, you can't fake it in Phillip Island. You go to the pub on Saturday night, it's the most intimidating place ever, but you can't you can't fake it like you're a real fan. 100%. 100%. Um, but yeah, if you, I don't want MotoGP to be like that. Yeah, I don't think I do either. As, as cool as it would be. I used to watch Moto, I used to watch F1 when I was a kid, come to school, fucking nobody knew anything no one, about it. No one knew anything yeah. about Formula 1. Five years ago, yeah. no one knew anything about Formula 1. And if Formula you found 1. someone at school to talk to about it, it was like your fucking best mate. Yeah. Because yeah. it was like... That's not- how we became friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we became friends. <laughs> 2005. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, uh, he gave me a hand pass in football. I kicked a goal and that's how we became friends. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking score assist fucking expert back in high school. Like private school. But anyway, but like now there's so many, not I can't say fake fans because it is good to see the sport that I love and we love succeed so much. But like there's a lot of people out there now like to just fucking... They, just go, they go to Albert Park just for the Instagram photo and they say that they're there. Yeah, to be exclusive. It. Yeah. Where MotoGP is... Definitely not like that. You gotta travel two hours, gotta find accommodation. I remember like fucking shit weather. On, yeah. On Facebook, I fucking posted like "fuck you, uh, Sebastian Vettel" back in the day when he knocked <laughs> off Weber. Like people were fucking, who the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Who the fuck's Weber? Yeah. Yeah. It's so and now true. it's like Charles Leclerc's and like Max Verstappen, are like they're, fucking, they're gods. They're gods. It's nuts. And that's the thing, you know. It, it could would... be a second race in fucking Australia soon. For That'd be Formula mad. One. Yeah. What at the bend? Well, you'd think so, yeah. yeah. Or Adelaide Street Circuit. Oh, that'd be cool. Jeez, uh, that's a throwback. Yeah. Yeah. But going back to MotoGP, I don't know if I would want it to take off like that. It It's a double-edged sword because you want it to, you, you want it to be amazing. Though? What's the advantage? It's the, the to see the sport succeed. Yeah, yeah. see the sport but succeed. Our selfishness says, no, we want this to be our thing. Yeah, exactly. Because I like, you know, just knowing... It's not like it, no one, not everyone knows who. Netflix just need to do a fucking series about Moji. Yeah, I think Disney or someone. That was did fucking or, shit out. Yeah, that was wasn't nowhere that near as no, nowhere was... near as good. Um, seeing the inside, I, and I kind of like not knowing what's going on behind the scenes. Weirdly enough. Oh really? Um, I love to know like the personalities. Yeah, and stuff. I, I still it makes would. It so interesting. So that's uh, funny enough. We're talking about this. I was thinking about it the other day. That would be the best thing because I think there's so many more characters this is going to be controversial in MotoGP than what there is in F1. Uh, yeah. I, I, think, think if, I think you're 100% in right. In F1, they're a bit more bland whereas the GP boys, like you were saying, it's old school. It's like, it's a little, a little bit more rough around the edges. Yeah. So I think you... The f- average MotoGP fan is just rougher around the edges yeah. and that is with the riders as well. Exactly. So I think from that standpoint, I'd love to see something happen yeah. because some of those guys are fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Like, and they're just cool. But you think, fuck, what a cool person or, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. They're not as bland. So, from that standpoint, yeah, 100% agree. But, like, people like Luca Cecanello, those kind of people, they'd be like superstars. Man. Like, if they were on uh, Drive Gigi Live. DeLingua, all those yeah. boys. Who's a KDM? Not, who's, uh, a, who's the one who's uh, always Pip, Simon? 
Pit Byra. Pit Byra. He's yeah. 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 Uh Livio Supo. The yeah. other one, who's the other one who made the comments about um fucking Quadraro a few weeks ago? Fuck it was it was he's Italian guy. Oh, In Ducati team? Nah, not talking about or the ones that made the comment about um Bagnai, you mean? Yeah, yeah. From yeah. KDM. Yes. Oh fucking hell. Yeah. What's his name? I don't know. I don't know. From Gas Gas. Yes, the Gas Gas. Oh, Herve Pontra. Herve Pontra. Oh, I reckon he it. would be the next good to start. Yeah. yeah. hundred yeah. fucking ten. Because he's fucking ruthless. Yeah, yeah. He's funny. He always plays the camera and shit as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're on to something here. Any oh. production companies, yeah. hit us up. We'll start, start making up. your... Uh, we'll start making your show. But even like when we're in the back of the paddock for GP, like you see this guy talking to this guy like yeah. I remember we were sitting down this is a great story we were sitting down this old couple came up to us and they're like oh but like I think they gave us their seat or something yeah at Lukey Heights at they Lukey said they couldn't sit there or something yeah wasn't yeah, it? yeah no no we're in the back of the paddock and then we're getting coffees and there was an oh, older couple and yeah. then um, they're all, they're all rela- relatives to someone yeah to right? um, what's Rossi's, Rossi's old Rossi's manager Alex Briggs or no no Rossi's old engineer uh, the Aussie Jamie guy. Burgess Dan, Jeremy it. Burgess yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. anyway we're sitting there talking to these guys and like oh yeah we're just down for the weekend and then Jeremy Burgess comes around the corner and says g'day John or whatever his name is gave us a big, big hug and we were talking to this guy for like 20 minutes didn't say anything like those sort of things like yeah, it's, it's nice. really cool it's it's definitely a Got lot a bit of a rant at there sorry about that <laughs> no it's definitely a lot more low key than Formula 1 yeah. um, I know the new chief commercial chief officer of MotoGP whoever that is um, says they're in the process of building more tracks in the States because they want to do more That's races cool. there. But they can't um, be like plain Jane fucking the bend kind of tracks. Like they need character. Like that track in Indonesia is like... Yeah, know, I don't like it. Whatever. I, I, I've warmed to Coda. Yeah. Um, I think that I think that first turn going up that hill and doing that big 90 degree, whatever it is, is kind of cool. But it's, kills, it's hard. No, there's no, really new, no new tracks. The thing that kills Renault GP is they can't do a street circuit. Yeah, you're that's right. the, like if they could do. Imagine like racing through fucking Vegas or something. That's where um, Formula One. You know, that's, it's it's always been like that. Yeah. Like you think like those sort of things. I think that'd be so cool. But you are right. It's a it's a double edged sword on how mm. you know. I don't know. I I would love it, but like seeing. I want yeah, as you said, not fake fans, but you know, we've been there through, or us through, we've been seen. But it you all. guys are both yeah. in the motorbike industry as well, so you know a lot of people into bikes. But even then, like a lot of the people that I know, some of them wouldn't have a first clue about who fucking yeah, they, Alex Marquez is. Yeah, right. You know, who's not the biggest name, but a big name. Or someone like Bezecchi or Martina, they'd be like, who's that? But I've had customers come in wanting Rossi's boots that don't even know who Valentino Rossi is. Yeah, they just want them for the color. Yeah. Oh, right. Like, it's nuts. It's weird. So it's, it's pretty crazy. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think it was like that, to be honest. No. Nah, so sometimes like that, but then you get the. The older gentleman or the older lady in there, like loving it. You, you find know? it with the, yeah, the older folks, not the younger. It's not a Formula One's definitely tailored to the younger crowd, but I don't think MotoGP is yet. But I think they're just learning that now. I reckon MotoGP is always ten years behind Formula One, five to ten years behind. Yeah, behind yeah, it's interesting. Like young kids, a young kids aren't really watching MotoGP without their dad, but they no. but yeah. they would watch F1 without their dad. Yeah, that just, sort of thing. Just because. Yeah. And it's all just because of that drive to survive and seeing that they just, they're just there to see the personalities, really. Yeah. You and know, and they pick a team. Especially and, the female audience for F1. Like, that's yeah. like, it's, as soon as you just tap into that, it's then you, yeah, you they win. get obsessed. The boyfriend starts watching it and they tell all their friends, like, yeah. 
it's and it just spreads from there. I think the other thing with F1 is obviously the drivers coming in, they're all wearing different shit. Yeah. Merck sponsored by Tommy Hilfiger. So they got that yeah, that sort of fashion. Fashion. And they've always been a little well. bit like but you're right. Yeah. You know, you're seeing the guys modeling for boss or whoever they're sponsored by. Yeah, LCR Honda's definitely not like that. No, the Moto GP <laughs> guys aren't walking down Milan Fashion Week. I'll tell you that. <laughs> like Andre Yanoni did, but he lost his seat. Fucking yeah, yeah, um, eating stale meat or something. Wasn't it? Well, speaking speaking about him, is he back or what? Well, that um, bit of info that we got mm. from our great uh, friend and correspondent Joey seeming to be um, true. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about Lowe's and Yanoni going to Superbikes. Yeah, so yeah, a lot of uh, riders have come out and. You know, backed both those guys and their skill. Yeah, no, nah, um, that will be one to watch, mm. especially Yanoni. What did you guys think of the uh, Marquez Peco incident? Mark Marquez coming out of pit lane. Was he trying to get in his way? I've, I've, it's everyone's kind of fifty-fifty on it. He said he didn't. He was just leaving pit lane, and then. Peko spat a dummy, which Mark Marquez said made me angrier than I did tell him. Yeah. But he said he was just looking to go out and go for a run. And it was just a coincidence. It's a tough he could, one. He could have followed Bezeki out. I'll start with that. Yeah. He didn't. He waited. It it's was a, tactical. Yeah. They he, fucked him. Like, they deliberately sent him out to fuck Bagnaya up coming into turn one. Because, like the commentator said, it throws you off. You're looking ahead into the corner you see someone pulling into the line that you're going to take mm. especially in qualifying you're on the edge I get why he spat the dummy it, it's a bit of head games yeah but to be honest I'm all for it because I'd do that to someone yeah same fucking oath I'd try and get in someone's head I'd be ruthless yeah absolutely and you got to be and that's why he's a it's five time world champion isn't it <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon it should be I reckon it should be banned <laughs> you're such a pussy about that See, I, I fucking hate I fucking hate it. But you know what everyone forgets, including yourself? You look at all these multiple world champions across all the sports. I mean multiple, not one time, one me, Nikki Hayden, um, champions. I mean multiple world champions. They're all ruthless. Yeah. They don't give a fuck and they never have friends in the paddock. And no. it's just it's they you just can't care. You can't care what people think and then they and then, you know, they'll they'll I wouldn't say sometimes be dirty, but they'll toe the line. Yeah, 100%. they'll find that loophole in the rule book. Yeah, and why wouldn't you do that? I would do that, but you got to. Yeah, and that's what separates them. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. I I would have done the same thing. People forget that with Schumacher. Yep, he was ruthless, man. Yep. Yeah, he was ruthless, but I don't know. I just find it it's such an advantage that what that towing with the. But why if you're telling me that Michael Schumacher wouldn't do that if he had to? Hmm. Yeah, different sport though. Doesn't want to admit it. He's, he thinks I'm stubborn. He's the most stubborn man in motorsport. Tom like. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Peoples. <laughs> no, I agree with you, James. I, I, to be honest, I don't give a shit about the towing. It should be like it should be like um, La Tour de France in the cycling. You know, in the time trial, you know, let it follow each other. <laughs> or the last stage where you have to just all be in the peloton. And yeah, that's, about it. that's ridiculous. That makes it a boring sport. You need to have controversy. Yeah, 100%. You need yeah. to have people riding that edge, driving that edge, whatever it is. Yeah. It's, look, sometimes it gets frustrating when they're pulling out and someone's actually on a good lap and it fucks with someone like that. Yeah. But otherwise, 
I, I don't mind it. I've got nothing against it. What about when Marquez did it to Vinales and Vinales really spat the dummy? He really cracked. But did you see he uh, was out behind him in Q1? Yeah. yeah. He, he must have been twitching. <laughs> Poor Maverick. Or he, you know, not, <laughs> not he can't it. handle the heat as I can't it believe is. how nowhere oh. Vinales was this weekend. He was fucked this weekend, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I fucking had him up there. Oh, I had him in the fucking fantasy as well. No, I dropped him for Brad Binder. A oh, great call. Espargo um, finished third last year at Mugello as well, so the bike doesn't go that bad there. Just Maverick Vinales does, apparently. Yeah. Did he go back? I don't remember. Did he go back at the start? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. He got passed he by fucking. Start, he start, man. No. He got passed by like, for like 18th place or something. I'm like, fucking hell, there's 18 bikes at the grid. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I think there was 22 bikes. Yeah, there was. Yeah. I think at one stage he was 22nd. Yeah. Really? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Fucking Piro was ahead of him. Fucking Folger. <laughs> Yeah. No, he ran wide. He fucking ran wide in the first uh, lap. Yeah, yeah he was he was nowhere at all. I don't know. He's a, he's a he must be so frustrating to like if you're his team manager. Oh, that's Aprilia. I've said this of nauseam though. Aprilia need a superstar. Yeah, they need a I don't know a, a Marquez or a Costa or Quadraro or someone. Someone like that. Yeah, they can't keep. They're past. They can't keep they're past. Two. They're past those two now. That bike's too good. Yeah, hundred percent, and it's gonna—it's a shame because if they don't bring someone that's gonna win on it, they've wasted all this time. Mm. They've developed it, but yeah, and it kind of sucks because you would have thought Iannone. Now he might not have won a championship, but at least he would have contended better than what the other two have because he's the maniac. He'll, yeah, you know, he doesn't care. He'll dive bomb anyone. Yeah. So Iannone back at Aprilia, no chance. Nah, it's looking it's like he'll go to supers. Mm. Yeah, no chance. From all the talk, he's too far out. Four years out of the game or something, isn't mm. it? It's a long time. Unless he goes to does go to Supers and pulls something out of the bag and blitzes everyone by a mile. Too busy on his modeling career. Yeah, that's it. He's <laughs> nowhere. He's too worried about dancing with the stars. There's 14-year-old Spanish kids that are hungrier than ever. No chance. Yeah. He's going to eat this buddy Italian model up. <laughs> too, way too precious. <laughs> yeah. Way too precious. Yeah, yeah he's going to plug his um, hand moisturizer or face creams <laughs> or something like that. He's yeah, he won't have a Monster Energy logo, logo with your fucking hand moisturizer on his helmet. L'Oreal. <laughs> Speaking of helmets, Alpine Stars. They've got winglets on their helmets now. What? Yeah. Um, Jack, I think it was Jack Miller was running it. Was uh, it or Miller was or Martin. Martin? I know Makes what sense. I tagged you in, it was Miller. But I'm sure Martin would have Surely. ran it as well. Yeah, but they've always been through like they're always big, like big on aero. Like you want to probably say a few words about this helmet. We normally yeah touch, we'll touch got, on it once a week. We've got the uh, RPHA one uh, Fabio Quadraro here, just uh, replica, which is super cool. Very 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 nice. Did you even see the aero on that and how they're shaped and everything? Yeah, they're shaped with all the hump as well. So, yeah, but the uh, Alpine Stars one has the yeah the little winglets, which yeah. we've never. We're more obviously more into it, yeah. Um, but never seen, never seen that on a helmet ever. You know, Shoei, I don't think's ever done that. Nothing. No, it but, was cool to see. It's just a good looking helmet. Yeah, good looking helmet. Do you reckon there. you'll ever have them on the shelf at work? Yeah, yeah, you'd think so. We won't. Yeah, I'd be no. fucking stupid if we did. Yeah, not at the Dine Easy store. <laughs> <laughs> at Amex, yeah. Uh, or you'd hope so. But the um, the uh, the Alpine Stars are just killing it. You know, they look at the riders in uh, MotoGP. There, so many of them are wearing Alps who are world champions. Then you go to Formula One, 
a lot of them are wearing Alpine stars with their suits. Yep. And then you go to pro motocross and every podium that you see is Alps, Alps head to toe. They're just dominating that, that side of it. Yeah. They're ahead of the game. Yeah, I know. So I think I was reading on that post I tagged you and it's that winglets to try and help the riders uh, less drag or something when they're off the bike and put less strain on their neck muscles. Ah, okay. It's crazy what a little... That's amazing. I know, right? Yeah. So they're well ahead of it. Yeah. But yeah, I just tagged you because it looks good. Yeah. I think it's such a sick looking lid. I'll be buying one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be wasting more money on helmets. <laughs> Add to the collection. Why not? Uh, it's, it's, it's like people's shoes. Oh. I'm the same with helmets. Yeah, 100% it's cool though. Yeah. Like yeah. we've got a sick collection behind us. Like, it's, Yeah, it's cool. Got yeah. a uh, well, Juan Mir World Champion. Yeah. Marquez, Ricky Carmichael, uh, Shinya Nakano. That's a cool one. We might, have a, we might have a new... We might swap our Magello 2008 helmet out for something a bit different for next week. Here we go. Damien Garapoli, our friend of the channel. So Legend. Beautiful. Good man. Yeah. Big Rossi fan. Big Rossi fan. Very good. That's why we like him. Standard. That's why we get him on here. Yeah, that's right. Oh, we'll have a Swami soon as well. We'll have the Bag and Iron Championship replica as well. Oh, yeah. So that one's uh, on its way in. Got that on layby. Yeah. Still got to pay off for me. <laughs> after pay. <laughs> uh, if I had after pay, it'd be way too dangerous. Yeah. I'd have that Quattararo one as well. He had a sick lead actually this weekend. Yeah, that El Diablo. That, was that from like a movie or a game or something like that? Oh, Diablo something? Yes, might be from the Diablo game. Yeah, I think that's what it is. There you go. But I think they're going to release that to the public. Uh, I'm going to buy that one as well. I hope they release the one he wore in Le Mans. Yeah, that's I a thought one. that was mad. That'd be sick. At least he's got something going for him this year. Yeah, cool helmet designs. That's about it because Yamaha's nowhere. Well, you know, three times in a row he hasn't been out of Q1. Yeah, right. Wow. And he's traditionally the qualifying king. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. If you told me at the start of 2020 that Fabio Quattararo coming into 2023 or even 2023 after Marquez's accident, he's not a multiple world, time world champion. I think, nah, you're crazy. He's going to win next couple of years. And he's, yeah, he was looking like it. And he scraped through one and that's it. One man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking! <laughs> I got nothing to say. That's, a That's joke. terrible. Don't clip that one, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bez struggled this weekend. Yeah, talking about championship. He did good in the sprint race. Yeah, he finished second. Yeah, but in the main race, he just couldn't couldn't pass. Yeah, couldn't he? Was that the front tire overheating? Probably. Issue? Probably. He didn't look too. Didn't look himself when he got off the bike. So didn't look bad like bad pasta had, or something like that. Maybe yeah, bad pizza. Too it's much. amazing. I actually thought the sprint race would um, affect the main race excitement because you're like, oh, you already know what the result's going to be. But the sprint race has been completely fucking different. To it's the, different, yeah, completely it? different. Like, it's such a good addition to the calendar. Yeah, it, yeah I think we're sold on it. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. And like, why would we get? Like, why wouldn't we want more racing? That's like, true. That's the thing. Yeah. Like at the start of the year, we're like, oh no, nah, it's not traditional. Blah, blah, blah. Now we're like, well, fuck, we. We have to see 12 more laps of them going around. So, yeah, it's sick. And it's always good racing. Mm. Yeah. Especially coming from, like, I love watching the Super purely because of the amount of racing you get in a weekend. But, yeah, it's funny. I was very against it at the start. So, boys, for F1 this weekend, any tips, tricks, or questions? (laughs) Tips, Max. I'm going to back Hamilton in again. Yeah, like cool. I did last week. I'm gonna back him in again and Alonso. Oh, keep it pretty boring. Boring. Yeah. 
Who's your smoky for a podium? Pierre Gasly. Okay, that was fucking no hesitation. Yep. I like that. Oh I like Pierre. God. Yeah, I'm with you, Dan. It's going to be Red Bull. I just think uh, Red Bull 1-2. I'm going to go for Red Bull 1-2 as well, but I'm going to go Perez for um, Pole. Okay. He's just going to pull a life out of his hand. It's like, it's not a street circuit. It is a street circuit. He loves street circuits, so I just see him. What about uh, Lance Stroll? How do you think he's going to go? Top seven. Okay. Yeah. Uh, And I think the Ferraris might be a bit of a surprise this week. Anyway, you know the good thing is, like you got four teams that can actually finish second. Because Maxi Boy's unbeatable. He is True. unbeatable. He's just on another three levels above everyone else. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see if McLaren um, keeps that one lap pace as well in qualifying. Yeah, Lando Norris had a fucking ripper qualifying last week. Yeah, yeah. Same. Like two it's weeks ago. First corner. Mm. Yeah, fucking Hamilton. Standard? Standard, mm. Tom? Yeah. Brake checked him. Dirty, dirty, dirty driver? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dirty driver, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's our tips for Saxon Ring? I'm, I'm gonna, it has to be 1-1 one, one Marquez. That's my tip. 1-1? One, one. Yeah. Yeah, J- Jet Lawrence style. Jet Lawrence style, definitely. Um, yeah, Marquez to win. Yeah, pains me to say it. Marquez to win. What about- Martin to fi- continue his form. Yeah. Second, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna say something crazy. I reckon Quadrara is gonna go top six in the main race. What if 15 people in front of him fall off? <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe like a tornado or something. Will yeah, go through. there's a big hole, swallows everyone. Clean up the Ducati Club. Yeah, I agree. Might see a surprise. I can see a surprise because coming. like it's such an unusual track. Yeah, all left-handers, tight, twisty go kart track style. Oliveira for a podium. Yeah, I like that. Oh, that. That's a good one. I, I think the I think the Yamaha is going to go better. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll see. Be interesting. That'll Who be, knows? Actually, that'll be a big night in the Oliveira household. <laughs> uh, Insert yeah. a very um, very well known drum beat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be interesting. Well, I I wouldn't be surprised if Morbidelli ends up in front of in front of Quattararo. He did in the race. Yeah, he did. Yeah, 10th and 11th, wasn't it? Yeah, and I don't think Quadrara was anywhere near him to pass him. Mm. Yeah. So don't be surprised. And he showed it in Argentina. Yeah, he's fighting for his seat. Well, of course. <laughs> so that, I reckon he'll be my surprise for the German Grand Prix. Yeah. Mob Deli. And Stefan Bradl to maybe take one near seat if he's not fit enough to ride. Dude, I reckon I'm going to send him my resume. <laughs> Can't be worse than what he is anyway. He's basically rolling around at the back waving to everyone so I can yeah, do the same thing. Nowhere. It's the Repsol Honda curse. We'll have a bit to talk about next week. We've got both MotoGP and yeah, F1. It hasn't a, happened for a few weeks. It's so. going to be a long and That's the, going to be a long one. World Endurance on the bikes. Yeah. Wow. That'd be exciting too. Yeah, I think true. they actually... I, re- I swear to God that um, Dorna and Liberty Media talk to each other when they create the schedule. Oh, yeah, they have they to. Have because to, yeah. like they, the German, like it's good they have a night, a normal time race mm. for for um, bikes, and then they've got the morning race. So I reckon they always have come in hand in hand. It, even if it's in both in Europe as well, yeah. they never cross over. It might no. be an hour apart. Yeah. Or as soon as a GP race finishes, Formula One because like they sometimes race up. the Moto GP second and then Moto Two last. Yeah. But I don't think they do that anymore. I haven't seen I that. changed that rule I haven't now. seen that in a while. Because that was a rule change for this year. It's always going to be Moto3, Moto2, Moto2. Oh, there you go. 
because too many people would bail out after the GP. Yeah. They wouldn't watch the twos. Mm. Well, I remember like when we went to Phillip Island, like the MotoGP was practice always second and yeah. the Moto2 was last. We used to fucking yeah. 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 they'd get on the Ronas after that. Yeah, there would be a leave, uh, leave after GP, Ronas, cheese board. Yeah. Um, and then out to three, so three in the morning. Yeah. I might have to get myself in on this year, boys. Uh, you're on. You're on, mate. You're on. Don't worry about that. Sounds good to me. All right, boys. All right. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. And uh, yeah, get excited for the weekend. And watch this space for the merch drop soon as well. Yeah, just a shout out as well to the Color Cartel helping us with the merch. I Thank told, you, Daniel. Uh, thanks, Daniel Rim. Colorcartel.com.au for any apparel needs. Our website, motorsportrepublica.com is coming soon. Yep. Just finalizing the last shots for our tees. Um, drop will be coming soon. We are perfectionists, so this is taking yeah. time, but we want it to look right. Yeah, it has to look. It has to look right. We're not. We're not doing this half-assed. This no. is for, um, yeah, your everyday fan that wants to wear cool stuff to, to the pub. pub. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, <laughs> the, we're designing stuff for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We want stuff the... for us to wear, <laughs> and if you guys want to buy it, you can buy it. It's cool. <laughs> You'll see us wearing it at the Snake Bit every Saturday night. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, boys. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye.